Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach. Uh, Zar is not going to be with us this week. Um, I mean, as you can probably tell, coronavirus has affected a lot of different things in the world, but uh, the way we're doing this podcast is definitely one of the biggest things that's affected. We haven't been able to put out an episode in a little while uh, because we've been trying to figure out how the heck to get it up and running. And we finally came to something that I think is going to work out pretty well. What do you think, Zach? Um, I'm pretty hopeful. And it's not for lack of wanting to talk about things. There has been a lot of great content to talk about. And so we were pretty, we were as bummed as you guys that we couldn't be talking um, the past uh, week or two. Absolutely. So, um, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. been really hard. It really has, you know. And I've actually been getting text messages like, what the hell? What the hell are you guys doing? Like, where's my episode? Not for lack of trying. We're trying all the no. jerry rigs we can think of, and we failed. We failed a lot, you know. But with that, <laughs> we've learned what not to do, and now we're hopefully learning something that we can do. So we don't know if it's going to be a permanent change or if it's just how we're going to do things until you know we're allowed to go outside and interact with one another again. We are going to be splitting up our normal one hour episode podcast into a couple episodes a week. Now we're kind of trying something new. So basically you're going to start receiving two different episodes a week. The first episode on Monday is going to be more the news articles and the games coming out. And then on Thursdays, we'll start to release um, a second episode, which will have more of like the segment and the fun stuff in it. And we're just playing around. We're seeing what works. Um, and I think it's going to be a good time and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Right. And uh, I think JP, when he says fun stuff, he means more like that music mayhem and like that banter. We're going to make everything fun. That's, that's our job here on the pod. So uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so JP, today is like an early birthday for me. We get to talk about Nintendo for God knows how long. You've until... been literally for weeks begging for a Nintendo Direct. Well, usually they have one in January and then sometimes it gets to February and then somehow we got all the way to March. And I was like <laughs> the Dave Chappelle, <laughs> the Dave Chappelle thing that you should like say when he like makes fun of math. Got any of those directs? <laughs> God, yeah, that was me. I was like, oh my God. And like it was like double as bad for me because the last thing they showed was like how they ended their September 4th direct with like a Xenoblade teaser of like this giant remastered of like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so I'm just sitting here like thirsting at the mouth and I'm just like, when, when am I going to get it? I need, I need my Xenoblades. <laughs> and I think it's funny, like we always talk about how great the Nintendo directs are, but some a detail that I forgot is how suddenly they usually appear. Like, we got no warning whatsoever that this was coming. It just dropped yep. one day. Like, there, you t you're the one who told me. Do you remember? Yeah, there you was just... uh, rumors and speculation for the 26th, but, like, it was the same people who said the week before that and the week before that. So everyone was like, okay, F it. And usually, like you said, Nintendo gives, like, a one-day heads up. They, like, tweet, hey, direct tomorrow. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they just shadow dropped this one and it was kind of like out of the blue and I was like checking YouTube and I was like, oh my God, it's here. And I clicked it. It was just oh, best 28 minutes of my life. So now this has been dubbed a Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, for those people that don't know, Zach, what are usually the differences between one of Nintendo's minis and a full Nintendo Direct? So, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like Nintendo. You know, every time you think you got them pegged, they do something else totally out of left field. 
Right. But how I've seen it is um, basically subjectively, that's where Nintendo doesn't put out any of their giant like first party like holiday games. Mm-hmm. It's more like, hey, like here's a highlight reel of some ports, some like cool remasters that are coming. Yeah. And uh, things like that. So one big criticism this Nintendo Direct Mini got was that there was no like Legend of Zelda, no Mario, no Pokemon. Well, I guess there was the Pokemon DLC, like none of yeah. that. So like none of that first party Nintendo stuff. But it wasn't um, supposed to have those things, right? This was, and, yeah. Correct. And that's okay. why they prefaced it with that mini, because everyone was expecting like this huge, big summer blowout. And uh, it's like, no, we're not there yet. E3 is in like what a month and a half, two months. So. So and, did it get? Did it get? Did E3 get canceled and then like put back? I didn't know that they rescheduled the date for no, E3 yet. yet. Yeah. Sorry, I say that because I don't know. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony all do their own digital event, and I. I foresee there being some sort of digital event in that time frame of like at least June. Mm. It'll it'll be interesting, but yeah, you're right. There is no E3. Just my unofficial E3. Uh, I can see the future. There's going to be something in June. There's, Absolutely. There's gonna be. <laughs> so that's what Zach and I are doing today. Uh, we are going to be talking about the contents of this Nintendo Direct. Uh, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of that here in a minute. I want to say though that after watching it half a dozen times. There's a lot of cool stuff that they put into this Direct Mini. It may not be a full-on Direct, and it might also be kind of the drought that us Nintendo fans were having from not having a Direct so much recently, but there was a lot of good stuff in this Direct Mini, especially the very first thing that they did. Zach, you are excited, aren't you? Oh my gosh, yeah. I was like one of those YouTube reaction stars. I was like, oh my God, they're starting with it. (laughs) I No, I saw that and I thought of you immediately. Let's jump right into it. The very first thing that Nintendo dropped, and one more thing I want to say before I get started. Nintendo put out a note um, about COVID-19 at the very beginning of this Direct. They said, uh, due to COVID-19, release dates and other information presented in this video are subject to change. For potential updates, please check the official Nintendo website and social media channels, as well as those of other publishers. Our hearts go out to all those impacted by COVID-19 during this challenging time. Very nice note from Nintendo. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, no, and I think that's that's huge. So some of your things that are like, got a close release date, like I think Xenoblade will be releasing May 29th, no matter what. In fact, Nintendo just tweeted that out, that it's for sure launching May 29th. Like they said, anything can change, but I think really um, that's kind of why their delays their directs have been delayed is yeah. because people are anxious right now to give release dates because we don't know how this coronavirus is going to affect everything mm-hmm. absolutely and you don't want to be in a position like sony right now where they're saying that the last of us 2 is delayed indefinitely yeah um, we're not going to get too much into that i want to talk about that in an actual <laughs> episode of the podcast because lord knows i'm mad we won't get into it now i want to get into it but we won't get this is nintendo direct time all right zach so what was the very first thing that they covered in this Nintendo Direct Mini? Um, oh, you know, Xenoblade Definitive Edition for the Nintendo Switch coming out on May 29th. Now, this is going to be a port, right? This is a port of Xenoblade. Or is this going to be a full remake for the Nintendo Switch of the original Xenoblade? It is a full-on remaster. Um, think Crash uh, Bandicoot, um, his trilogy that he just got, and like Spiral the Dragon. Yeah. Um, completely updated art style, as you can see from the trailer. It just looks gorgeous. This was a game that was originally on the Wii. So, mm-hmm. like, 
Oh, wow. It was originally on the Wii. When did Xenoblade originally release? So it came out in 2000, April two, 2010. Sorry, 2010. Okay. And um, yeah, it's a it's a dated Wii game. And um, it's uh, it definitely has shown its age graphically. So the fact that they're doing this full-on art style remake where they basically, from my understanding, is they put it into the Xenoblade 2 engine. Right. And it gave it this more anime look. And I just, I don't know, I'm a big anime fan. So I'm just in love with this new art style. And everything looks so crisp. Yeah, in this Direct, I mean, what they're showing us, this looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, definitely updated. Now, for those of us that don't know, myself included, can you give us just a brief synopsis of what Xenoblade is about? Uh, so Xenoblade is about Shulk, and Shulk is basically your typical hero protagonist. Okay. He, um, It's an RPG, like all those tropes. He pretty much ends up saving the entire universe and the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't know like just think like final fantasy 7 scale like okay spoilers though i mean how long is this this game's been out for 10 years right right but i mean this this is one of those all-time great stories that you need to experience for yourself okay like, that's I, fair. I can sit here and describe it for you but like it's like this story that's in, like this beautiful present with a nicely like it's got a bow and everything like there's no like loose ends or anything so it's just it's a story that makes you feel for everything like the side characters the Mm -hmm. the bad guys like everyone has a relatable side and i i just really um that's what monoliths thought the the developers really do a good job of is they make these really deep engrossing stories and interesting i i cannot give this story enough praise but basically it's schultz he goes out on a quest for revenge i can't tell you why he's on a quest for revenge it's just such a it's such a good story and how it how it ends up is just kind of like a lot of twists and turns it's a really if you don't learn anything from 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 this uh pod is please go try xenoblade if you're even slightly an rpg fan okay so yeah it's breathtaking so that's a little bit about the story Um, They gave a release date of this new definitive edition for uh, 5.29 of this year. That's coming up in a month and a half, man. That's not far away at all. God, it feels like forever. I've got it. I already bought it. It's like (laughs) it's downloaded and just sitting there on my Nintendo Switch mocking me. So besides just some updated graphics and maybe a little bit of um, game mechanics because of being poured over to a new system, what do you think is going to be included in the what's it called the definitive edition yep um so they've remastered all the music and again like gosh i just feel like a broken record like guys i didn't even like xenoblade before the switch came out never heard of it just kind of dabbled in december when xenoblade 2 came out yeah and uh i just took a shot in the dark and i fell in love but they are uh, their story is amazing and then they've remastered all their music and their music is some of the best that you'll ever hear it's it's up there with top of the line music that's amazing. Um, well, they orchestrated it. You've talked to this game up a lot. They made it look really, really good in this direct mini. I'm really excited to give it a shot. I really am. It's going to be amazing. It's a story. It's over 80 hours long. It'll be worth your time. Another thing they have in the definitive edition is they basically made a new epilogue connected. So there's a new ending for the game. Oh, wow. And people are speculating it's either connecting to a Xenoblade 3 or it's just going to connect to Xenoblade 2 that already came out. Um, oh, so oh, that's really I'm exciting. Very excited for just a new, yeah. new everything. They mentioned something earlier. What is that? Um, 
it was like some future connected deal that they were advertising is that what you were just talking about the yep the new Wendy. okay yep yep okay so it's, that's uh, amazing um right around the corner too i'll probably be picking that up because i've always wanted to try it after it's been talked up so much and yeah the first five minutes of this nintendo direct mini was just showing it off and i think everyone who kind of knows what xenoblade is they were blown away and i'm really excited to give it a shot and if you even slightly like rpgs like if you can if you can do pokemon please try xenoblade i cannot tell you enough how thankful you will be after you play these games they're so good all right so as soon as they got done talking about xenoblade they went into something that blew me away are you ready for this zach bioshock the collection as well as borderlands their collection is coming to the nintendo switch and xcom jp oh oh sorry and xcom <laughs> yeah how could i forget about xcom i can't forget about xcom so they must have heard jp talking bioshock last uh two oh, weeks yeah. ago yeah when we were going over our favorite games and i should bioshock infinite i stand by that as one of my favorite games of all time and so, uh, do you remember what i said in response to you no what'd you say I go, if they pour it to the Switch, I'll play it. And, Did uh, you really say that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I got to put my money where my mouth is. Guess when this game comes out, JP? What? When does it come out? I actually May 29th. May 29th as well? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be pretty broke that month. <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay, so Bioshock. Um, I'll do Bioshock and I'll do a little bit of Borderlands here. And XCOM. I can't forget about XCOM. So sell me on these games, JP. Why, why should a Nintendo <laughs> Switch gamer be hyped about this? So Bioshock, um, I don't remember how many years ago it was. It was either three or four years ago, maybe even five. But Bioshock has had three different entries into its franchise. There was Bioshock 1, uh, Bioshock 2, and then Bioshock Infinite. Those were the three games in the Bioshock um, franchise. Essentially, Bioshock is kind of about the first two bioshocks are about like um this underwater world called rapture so essentially it takes place back in like i want to say the 1930s 1940s and a bunch of rich people got the idea to build civilization underwater so basically you know all these wealthy people can live underwater in these like tubes and in these intricate cities that have like oxygen it's really cool um but then there was this drug um, in the form of, I want to say it was Eve that started going around and basically destroyed the society. This Eve was supposed to, it was like actually promoted by the government as like upgrades to people. Like the powers that you get in Bioshock, it was actually advertised as like this drug, but people became addicted to the drug and it essentially ruined society. Was everybody being addicted to these drugs? So you find yourself in this world accidentally in the first Bioshock and basically you just battle your way through. And that's kind of the whole game for Bioshock. It's very interesting, the plot of that game. There's a lot of twists. There's a lot of turns. There's a really big surprise in the first and second games. Bioshock Infinite is actually, it doesn't take place underwater. It takes place in like this sky, like the same concept, except it's in the sky. I mean, I don't want to give away too much for people who haven't played the game, but that's like the basis of the plot. Four years ago, the collection came out for the PlayStation, Xbox, PC, where you could get all three of these amazing, incredible games. And now in this direct, we just got word that those three incredible games are coming to the Switch. So what's the gameplay like, JP? 
the gameplay is um, first-person shooter style. Basically, it's one of those... It's kind of Skyrim style where you've got, like, a gun in one hand and a power in the other that you can use, you know? So, like, you have different powers that you can cycle through, like fire and electricity and things like that. And then you have a gun in your right hand. And it's first-person shooter style. Um, it runs really, really smooth. It's uh, pretty standard, to be honest. They don't do anything too crazy different in the first part first person shooter mechanic but it's still a lot of fun and it's more um, the story yeah the story and that's not to say the gameplay is not fun it's really good gameplay it's a it's just a little vanilla okay All right. not to say that it's bad or anything right so yeah that's uh so that's bioshock we got that that that's coming out yeah may 29th just like you said are you gonna be uh are you gonna be buying that jp no you already have the collection that's a really hard call because Bioshock is one of those game series where graphics fidelity plays a little bit into it. And I think that Borderlands is a little older now to the point where the Switch is probably right on par where it'd be able to run it just as well as, you know, maybe an Xbox or a Xbox 360 or a PS3, which is when I basically played all those games. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I kind of, <laughs> it's, it's about time. It's about time to go through those games again. Right. So we got Bioshock. That's Bioshock. Now, in this, we also got Borderlands, their little collector's edition. Now, Zach, you haven't played any Borderlands game either, have you? No, I have not. So All right. fill me in. Give me give me the sweet, juicy deets of why you and Zara got so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So Borderlands 3 just came out, and it was basically, before Borderlands 3 came out, um, they had their own little collector's edition, kind of like Bioshock did come out a few years ago that included i want to say borderlands 1 borderlands 2 and borderlands they did like a a prequel game um all three of them were very very good so borderlands is kind it's like a sci-fi type game where essentially you have these people called vault hunters that go from planet to planet and they try and find these big vaults that are hidden on planets that have like a ton of treasure and a ton of weapons and a monster that you have to defeat in all of them that game is incredibly centered around like shooting mechanics there's all types of guns you get characters with powers it's a it's a really cool game i think the most enticing thing about it honestly is the art style is really really unique but it's really really gorgeous and it's got some of the funniest dialogue I have ever seen in a video game, ever. Borderlands is hysterical. I love that game. Uh, you kind of have a case of, you know, silent protagonist where you don't say a whole lot. Um, but everybody else around you is so funny. The worlds are really well constructed. The gameplay is really fun. Shooting guns in that game, because the guns get so unique in the way that they're designed, it's really fun. It's a really addictive game to play all around. So is it more like an RPG gun? Like, I always kind of was curious, like, how do you get new guns? Like, how is that about? Like, what is that about? Um, it's weapons are, you can find weapons around the world by kind of, you know, just kind of looting the whole loot style. You can also buy your weapons from dealers. There's this guy named Marcus in the game who's like your big munitions guy. That's kind of his spiel. That's pretty much how you pick up the weapons in the game. Okay. In summary, Borderlands is just another beloved franchise that I am thrilled to see come to the Switch. 
Once again, not because maybe necessarily I won't pick it up since I already own these games on different consoles. I'll probably be picking it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just seeing my friends who have Switches get to experience some of these games. That's what it's all about. That's why I'm excited for these, you know. And uh, then there's XCOM. And then there's XCOM. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about XCOM. Do you know a little bit about XCOM? So I want to break this down in layman's term for you, JP. Remember Mario and Rabbids? Yes. That's XCOM. That's its start, like a style. So oh. it's like a turn-based uh, shooting game where you kind of do like duck and hide and you're trying to stop aliens from taking over the world. Okay. And um, that's also coming out May 29th. That's definitely more of a- That's coming out game. May 29th as well. Yeah, all, all three of these games. So there's four games on the Switch, four big titles being dropped right now on the 29th. Right. Holy crap. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And, it's going to yeah. be, XCOM's going to be good. I'm not trying to like downright. It's just, it's definitely a niche title. Like you, you'll know if you like those strategy games where you kind of got to wait and duck undercover and be very methodical, um, you're going to love XCOM. It's genre defining. That's why if people- that's the, If that's it. the way it is, I might give it a try. I've been playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses lately and I kind of- I don't play a lot of strategy games, but I don't know. It's kind of addicting. It's kind of fun. So who knows? I might give it a shot. Right. No, definitely. It's, it's like, like it's how you define that genre. That's how good it is. It's, it's like World of Warcraft is how you know MMOs. XCOM is how you know those strategy shooting games. Okay. So the next big thing that came out in this uh, mini direct from Nintendo was, of course, Ultimate, or what's it called? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. They're coming up with a big update for that game, aren't they? The Black Order. Yep. So new DLC centered around Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'll be honest, JP, I'm not too excited for this one. Uh, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, not to say it's a bad game. I never played it, but I have heard that people have had a lot of fun with this game. I just feel like it's time in the spotlight is kind of over, if that makes sense. No, so- yeah. I- yeah this was a day one purchase for me i bought it and i played it but like it's just did you enjoy it yeah it was really really fun it just got really repetitive towards the end yeah and they didn't make it so like all the characters were the same level so Mm. like if i wanted to play as a fantastic four i'm gonna have to go and level them all up from level one and like i think they're up to level 300 now well that sounds like a colossal pain in the ass right and it just they don't have those quality of life things so like i think if they make a marvel ultimate alliance 4 and they fix that quality of life yeah it'll be really good because the game's gorgeous the story was hilarious like it was a typical marvel movie it was great Mm -hmm. um just like you said i think you put it perfectly um it just it's ran its course and it's time the spotlight's done and if this would have came out like two months after it versus we're almost a whole year out i think it would have been more exciting is this the first dlc for the game um, no, they've done it like in like DLC packs, but they've been very small. It's been like huh. you get to play like two new or four new characters each. I saw that theme a little bit with this Nintendo Direct, and I'll show, I'll talk about what I mean a little later when we get to some more stuff. Kind of trying to put some of their kind of franchises that haven't been in the spotlight for a while into the spotlight again. Kind of like, you know, you're almost like, oh my God, I forgot about this title, <laughs> you know? They did that a couple times in this direct, and we can talk about that as we get more into it. Uh, for now, what is the next thing we have to talk about here, Zach? Uh, so this uh, next game is called Into the Deep. Is that yeah. what it's called, Into the Deep? Yeah. Okay, so what do we have here? This It looks gorgeous. Developed by Capcom, and um, I don't really know too much about it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is not one of the things that I was excited about. This is one of those things I'm like, ooh, that's neat. And here it goes on sale. One day I'll get it. I don't know, JP, what was your takeaway from this? So it looks like a kind of an underwater style platformer type deal where you, from what I'm getting from the gameplay, it looks like you're battling things and you're exploring. It looks like something I'd play if I was bored, not to say that it looks like it's a bad game. In fact, it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Just not really my kind of game. This actually released as soon as this mini directs dropped, didn't it? Yep. So it's available now uh, to go check out. It looks like fun. If you've ever played the game Subnautica, I'm getting a lot of Subnautica vibes from it, to be honest. Not the first person this, but like the whole underwater exploring thing. I might pick it up just to check it out because it definitely looks enticing. It looks neat. That's how I would put it. You it know? does. It, yeah, it looks <laughs> neat. It's like, huh, neat. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, they can do that. That's a game. The, that's kind of how a lot of these directs go is like, you're obviously super excited about like the bulk of what's going on. Um, but then you've got the, these little things that are kind of thrown in there that have their niche little crowds that are like, oh, yay, that's so exciting. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I kind of like that Nintendo has their bases covered and they're kind of showing a little love to everybody in every direction. But I, the way I look at it, the more titles coming out, the better. No, absolutely. I'm the same boat as you, JP. All right, Zach. After that on this uh, Direct Mini, we got a little update about Animal Crossing, which, by the way, I have been enjoying immensely. Yeah, JP, how many hours have you put in this game already? Oh, God. Um, I'll have to actually check, but probably 45 to 50. I'm in the 45 <laughs> to 50 range right now. It's Gosh, addicting, crazy. dude. It, it is. is so addicting. It is. You can really just, it just eats time up. I'll be like, just like, I'll get on real quick. Next thing I know, it's been two hours. And I'm like, oh my God, I got stuff to do. So essentially in this direct, what did they give us? They gave us a little bit of an update. Yeah, that's their uh, bunny day update. Okay, so yeah, the Bunny Day update got released. By the way, so that's live right now as we're talking, the Bunny update thing, and I hate it. I hate <laughs> this. I hate this update. Why? Because because, <laughs> because they put eggs in places like, so the whole idea behind Bunny Day is there's like eggs available on the island that you have to go and collect. And with those eggs, you can make very special like Bunny Day pieces of furniture or clothing you decked out your whole outfit and bunny oh, day yeah. stuff i look you? fly just... <laughs> i'm a earth egg for life boy you just look like an egg you looked <laughs> i'm yoked okay but anyway the problem is that these eggs are running rampant so if you're trying to materials scavenge like half of the fish i catch are actually these stupid eggs and like half <laughs> the things you find in rocks are eggs and half the things you find in the ground are eggs it's ridiculous JP, I believe it's it's just until April 10th, and then you won't see it again for a whole year. So get over uh, it and enjoy your eggs. No. Oh, and that bunny just hops around. There's a bunny Zipper? on your island. Yeah. yeah. I find him a little creepy. That man oh, yeah. is scary. It's just this guy in a bunny outfit. I don't even think he's really a bunny. His name is Zipper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's foreshadowing or what's going on there, but yeah. Bra. So, I, I, yeah. That's a pretty cool update. I really think Animal Crossing, if you get this game now, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck because there's another free update available later later this April. And I'm excited to see what it is. They haven't really said anything other than it's going to be free and it's coming. It's nice that these updates are free too. 
I mean, that's kind of the whole thing with the Animal Crossing being like a real-time game is that they have to go with the events that are going on. I think that's something super cool about it, but still nice to see that these updates are all coming out for free. Right. Gosh, and I don't know, the game looks the game looks so gorgeous. It's got like its own art style and I just love the new like the trees and how they look all springy and it's nice. Mhm. So yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to be expecting in that uh update coming in later April for Animal Crossing, but suspense. Yeah, I guess it's just one of those things where we're going to have to wait and see what happens. All right. So after that, they got into a new game, which Zach, you said you weren't terribly excited for, but I think it looks like a lot of fun. What's this game called again? Entice me, JP. I think it's just called Good Job! Exclamation point. Good Job. Okay, so in this game, you're kind of like in this like bird eye view of like this work scene. And essentially you're you're controlling a little character who, who works in an office space. And you're given these tasks to perform. And you have an option of either doing them the way you're supposed to do them. Very simple. Like, hey, hand me that piece of paper. Or you can come up with the most ridiculous thing you can possibly think of to do in this game. To kind of, like, get that job done. So, for example, we're looking at, like, footage right now. Like, if you work in, like, a warehouse-type setting, you can use your forklift and mash it against a bunch of stuff. And get points and, like, hurt people and... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's hard it's, <laughs> it's hard to explain without looking at it but i mean it looks like a lot of fun i think yeah. it looks like a lot of fun there's a lot of novelty value out of that game it's got some untitled goose game vibes you know what i mean like yes that's what that, kind of reminds me of yes that is exactly what i thought of when i saw this game it's just another it's like if a shit post was a game <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> that's uh that is available now so if you want to play shit post as a game uh otherwise known as good job uh definitely go give that a shot go check it out it looks like it's a lot of fun okay so after that now i was not expecting this one one bit um a game known as is it catherine full body yes it's by atlas and that's uh people who make persona so so okay so i love persona that being said I've seen ads for this game, but I've never actually played it. Zach, do you understand the gist of what's going on in this crazy looking game? Believe it's like a dating simulator with like some platforming elements thrown in there. I'm um But it looks it, like it's the a, women yeah. It's a mature tiled game, if that tells you anything. It looks like it's almost like women it looks like a bunch of women that like seduce you and then like what is that a torture chamber i think that's like he's like having nightmares about like what's going on i don't know it's a it's definitely a unique game mm-hmm. so it's, it's like got a big cult following that's all i yeah, know yeah from what and you know what that's what a lot of atlas games are like anyway it's it looks like it's on the verge of horror but more than anything it's supposed to be like just kind of a funny little adventure I think from the way that Zar described it when we were talking about this Nintendo Direct, it's supposed to be more about like luring people back to your home and then something about sex. I don't know. It's an odd looking game. And it's right. for that reason, I'm very surprised it's coming to the Switch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like you said, <laughs> Nintendo's covering all their bases. So <laughs> That's yeah. one way of putting it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that's really all I got on that one. Um, I've heard good things. It's definitely not a for me type of game, but if that's you, there it is. I, I don't know. I might give it a shot. <laughs> all right, man. You do you. you, do I'll, you. Tell, I'll, I'll tell I'm you how it goes. You. I'll tell you how it goes. Okay. 
All right, so up next we have another update that came out for its Ring Fit Adventure, right? Yes. So essentially you've got this ring that you can attach one of your Joy-Cons into. And this game's been out for a little while. Um, but you perform certain activities with the ring and the Joy-Con that although in real life is exercise, it has like game mechanics through your Nintendo Switch, right? Correct. So it's like an RPG, but like a workout. Hmm. And um, it looks really interesting. Like right now while I'm stuck inside, I kind of really want this game because I'm like, I need something to like keep myself, like keep me moving. Yeah. Um, but basically the ring has like different, like what do you call it? Tension levels. So I've heard people get like a pretty solid workout out of this thing. Okay. Um, I've heard really good things about it. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad that it's sold out everywhere right now. But if you have it, you get this cool free update. Yeah. So the game's been out for a while. What are you getting with this update that they just announced in this direct? Uh, so basically the, um, the talking ring gets a, like a, a female voice and then um, there's language options. And okay. then finally kind of the actual update, the meat and potatoes is that they've um, incorporated like dance routines into it based off like hit um, Nintendo songs, like jump up superstar from super Mario Odyssey Oh, that's and cool. Breath of the Wild theme song that I'm, it's escaping me, but yeah, basically any of those things. That's really, really cool. Okay, so a couple smaller announcements was this game called King's Bounty 2, which is another RPG coming out. Zach, have you heard much about this game at all? Nah, it looks like fodder to me, being <laughs> totally honest. I, it's another, so this is going to be another strategy game, basically, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Honestly, I, it doesn't look like anything too special for me. It looks like a pretty vanilla cut and paste, like sci-fi RPG adventure. It's called King's Bounty 2. If that's your kind of game, go check it out. But And, I, and inform us, because clearly, um, I don't know, this is not our cup of tea. So if you like this game and you got some pros for us, please give it to us, because JP and I aren't feeling this one. <laughs> I really, I mean, that was like, like I said, there's vanilla things in each and every Nintendo Direct. And for me, it was that. That was like, the not a whole lot there. But that's okay, because immediately after that, we got a huge announcement regarding Smash Bros. Ultimate, didn't we, Zach? A huge announcement for an announcement. So what is that announcement, Zach? That Super Smash Bros. Fighter Pass 2, Character yes. 1, will be extended to an arms character <laughs> Woo! and the suspenseful part is they didn't tell us which arms character they just showed us the full arms roster half the people listening to this are thinking what the hell is arms oh you guys don't know arms so that's kind of what i was talking about earlier with like nintendo bringing back some of his franchises that haven't been in the spotlight for a while is arms was a launch title for the switch wasn't it uh, it came out i think it was june for e3 in uh, 2017 so okay but people haven't really been talking about it for a little while so to see the very first character in the second season of smash bros being an arms fighter that's pretty wild what's kind of the synopsis of this game zach because i know you owned it right and it was um it's just a boxing fighter game it's a typical fighting game uh you have arms that extend so it's like a boxing game but you can play pretty long range too so there's some strategy involved you can hide behind pillars and things Ooh. and what's uh, the big part is it's like um you can customize your arms 
So you can have like firearms, you can have like boomerang arms, you can have like, you know, elemental arms. It's, it's pretty unique and there's a lot of customization to it. Right. Um, yeah, it was fun. It kind of came out at a tough time for it because right after that, I think Pokken was the next game that came out. And uh, Oh, God. So yeah. It kind of got eaten alive at that time. Because I did you play Pokken at all? Um, I dabbled a little. I loved Pokken. So, yeah, I mean, like trying to trying to have arms and Pokken up at the same time, especially anything Pokemon related. I feel like, I don't know, in that regard, ARMS was almost doomed to fail, which I don't actually know how many copies of the game they sold here. I don't know how successful it really was. It sold over a million. So if like a new IP, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's still like, I think you put it perfectly like it just kind of, it's like a shadow now. It's there. It's cool, but it's kind of not in the light anymore. So it's kind of cool that Nintendo's doing that to kind of brighten it up a little. With this direct announced that they've got a fighter coming to Smash Bros., and that the game is currently free to play. Do you think maybe they're hinting at Arms 2 coming out soon? Arms and legs? I don't know. Arms, we'll and, see. Le- arms and legs. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. And toes. Knees and toes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that is good speculation, JP. I think there's something going on there. That I mean, that's just what I would think if, you know, if I were to see this and didn't know anything, better Uh, that's why i'd say is oh arms 2 is probably about to drop but we'll have to see uh like the end of this says the game is free to play on your switch for just the next couple of days so get out there and give it a shot if you haven't already that's pretty hype i was excited for that smash announcement i you know what the thing with me and smash bros is as long as we're seeing more franchise representation i don't really care who the character is to be fair like you know, the Fire Emblem representation in Smash is outrageous. And I understand. I understand that Fire Emblem is incredibly popular in Japan. But right now, I mean, what do they have? Like eight or nine Fire Emblem characters? Yeah, it's pretty outrageous. So with Byleth being announced in the last Fighters Pass, I mean, it was just kind of like, she's a great character too. I actually love using Byleth in Smash. It's just like, oh, another Fire Emblem character. I agree. Just that kind need of more dude. franchise representation. More Xenoblade. You got Shulk. I want Rex and Pyra too. I don't know who those are. <laughs> yeah, well, you would if they were in Smash. <laughs> the Smash effect, man. It's real. Hey, I'm still Sora for Smash, bro. Hey, Sora's the last character. It's going to happen. You just wait. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so yeah, the uh, big announcements for Smash Bros., now, after Smash Bros, we have... Basically five or six minutes on the new game, Bravely Default 2. Okay. Um, and so, this is another JRPG game. Think Octopath Traveler. Now, I really loved the idea behind Octopath Traveler. So you're saying that... What's this game called? Uh, Bravely Default 2. It was a huge cult classic on the Nintendo 3DS. Got a lot of love on there. Was this another, like, uh, primarily popular in Japan kind of game? Uh, there's a lot of, I don't know. I'd say it's just, it was a small title, but it was also, like, everyone knows it's like a hidden gem kind of thing. So it it looks beautiful. And from what I heard from the trailer, I really like the music, but it looks like another standard uh, JRPG. What do you think, Zach? Did you get much of what the plot is going to be about in this game? Uh, yeah, standard RPG. You got to collect the four orbs, save the world. I just, I'm really turned off by the art style, to be honest. It's really, 
it's very chibi looking like i don't know i guess it's kind of funny because i'm an anime guy but then like it gets to like where they make that childish like anime that like i don't know how do i describe it but it just kind of was a turnoff for me like it looks good but chibi is not my art style it it almost reminds me of which is weird and it's not as blocky but like kind of the proportions of bodies a lot of the original Final Fantasies, like seven, not the even the originals, but like Final Fantasy seven, like kind of the body proportions in that right. regard. Yeah, no, definitely, they look tiny. Um, they, the game yeah. looks gorgeous, though. Like you can't you can't knock it. I got like the lighting and stuff that they do in here. It looks good. I wouldn't be surprised. If this is just another. It'd be a good game. I think it's got some, especially with how good Octopath Traveler did. I can see this game being a big deal. Other than it just being another JRPG, what are they kind of giving us in this game? It seems like the Direct itself didn't give us a lot of information about the plot of the game, which for people like us who don't know a whole lot about it can be a little irritating because it's like, why are we supposed to be excited for this if we don't know what it is? Right, no, they, um, they did a really good job, I think, of doing that in the Direct. Basically, it was like this guy gets washed up on shore and has to save the princess and go collect the four orbs to save the world. Um, orbs yeah i mean like the elemental orbs fire wind earth i don't know if it's air or ice i feel like it's air i feel it's, like those it's are the four wind. <laughs> right it's and wind. so avatar the last bender airbender got everybody all screwed up because they call it air but literally every other show with the same premise is like wind wind yes our powers combine become captain planet do you remember that one kid in captain planet that had heart as his ring power what the heck did that do yeah, so that's kind of like the brave points, JP. Um, yeah, that's the combat system they're doing. Like it's your typical combat system, but then you get these brave points that make it so you do, you you show your heart, so you do extra damage. All good, right, good connection there, JP. So Maybe yeah, you just collect. You're collecting your gaggle of goons, and you're just going around to save the world with the four orbs. I mean, right. That's all. That's literally all I know about the game. Right. There's a free demo on the Switch, so you can definitely try it and see if you get some good vibes from it. How long is that demo available? Uh, that that one's available, for, and I think it carries over your save progress. Oh no, it's just a test one. But it, it, the demo's available now, and it's available until the game launches, I believe. All right. So yeah, um, another thing, if you wanted to take a look into that, if JRPGs are your big thing, go take a look at it by all means. JP's pretty hyped for this next one. Oh my god, I really was. Okay, so this next one is what is it called? They always put fifty one the... Clubhouse Games. 51 Clubhouse Games. So it's a game coming to the Switch. Yes, there it is. Clubhouse Games, Worldwide Classics. It's just like a games game for your Nintendo Switch. It's got like blackjack and poker, air hockey. That's a little bit of backgammon. Don't forget Mancala. Oh my God. How could you forget Man Mancala? Yeah. There's it's poker, just a... dominoes. It's just like 51, just like fun games. There's Connect 4, chess uh i some japanese game <laughs> if this thing is like has online play like competent online play where i could be at my house and challenge jp to a game of mancala dude i'd kick your ass at mancala and it's only like 20 dollars. this is a must buy for me this so that just seems that seems just like the thing great that's just the thing is i bet this is probably going to be a full price switch title oh, i'm gonna be so mad if they do that I, I bet you're right i think this is probably going to be a 60 dollar title the question but look the way the games look and there's a lot of really fun looking mini games on this i'm not gonna lie this will keep you busy for quite a while that being said 
it is still just kind of a mini game collection. Zach, do you remember uh, One Two Switch, one of the launch titles for the Switch? That game is still fifty dollars. Yeah, no, and uh, that game is trash. So (laughs) don't get One Two Switch, please. You you'll play it once, and you'll be like, okay, that was fun. I'll never play it again. So I don't think you're gonna get as bored as easily with this Clubhouse Games game. But if it were a full $60, I'd be a little reserved in buying it. Right, I'd buy it to a Black Friday sale then. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is one of those games where by the end of the year, you can probably pick it up for 20 bucks. So I'm looking at it right now, and like the online play, it already looks kind of funny. Like, you have to pick three games that you want to play online. So I'm hoping it doesn't mean like I can't just play JP in a nice casual game of Mancala. Because if I have to play him in Mancala and the little boxer game, I'm going to draw. That's where I draw a line. Like, why can't I just, I don't know. I Dude, have Mario Party I, I flashbacks. Will kick, I will kick your ass at any of those mini games. I saw Tanks. I saw Connect 4. Uh, any of those Japanese games that I would learn, Bruh, love to you, learn how to play, I will kick your ass. You can't touch 100%. my Connect 4 game, brother. Oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> no, you know what? You're a school teacher. That's probably true. That's, <laughs> that was probably one of your days in college. One of your class days was learning how to play Connect 4. JP, F off, man. Don't, don't shit on my degree like that. <laughs> anyway, when I was working at the daycare, yeah, I did. I, I, I kicked a lot of fi- five-year-olds' butts in Connect 4, okay? Hmm, that's funny. So what yeah, are you, like six, JP? Come on, I got you. Seven <laughs> and a half. So that's, a, that's Clubhouse Games. So it's exciting. It just has to be at a good price. If it's $60, that might be a wait and buy. It comes out June 5th. June 5th is its release day. Couldn't agree more. I will have to wait and see what happens, but a full price game, I don't think it's worthy of that. But yeah, we're going to have to wait and see. Next up, I think we have Ninjala, which is an interesting game to say the least okay so this is another new release right like another thing that nintendo's trying out or is this a franchise that's been around for a while i believe it's a brand new uh ip um very yeah, cool. i believe it it's basically you're a ninja and it's a battle royale for update players it's called so, ninjala yeah it's like naruto but like in the city where you fight each other Basically, what I got a good comparison of is kind of like a Splatoon. It's kind yes. of wacky like that. Yeah, the art style is really reminding me of Splatoon and like the whole gameplay thing. But then you have like all the, just imagine you like Naruto Ninja moments and that kind of, it's kind of like those two things fused together. Yeah. Um, it's and, kinda, and Battle Royale. You've got these wacky little characters that are fighting each other with just different things. Yeah, Splatoon vibes couldn't be more right on with that. My question is, Zach, are you thinking about picking this up? Uh, yeah, I'll probably pick this up, especially if it's at like a, a good price. Um, I think it's free to play, but it's got microtransactions. I'm not for sure on that. That um, would help it out a lot is, yeah, Ninjala available May 27th. So that's going to be later next month. Gosh, I need to look into the price on that one. But yeah, why you it, do that? They kind of just do a highlight reel, JP. What do you What do you think about these next few games coming out? So what do we got here? Uh, they announced a Star Wars game. This is, uh, what is this called? Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy. So did you ever play the game uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, no, I'm kind of lame. I didn't do that one. Jedi, this Academy game that they just announced that's coming to the Switch, and it's out now, isn't it? Uh, yes, it got shadow dropped that day. 
So it's giving me huge um, Knights of the Old Republic vibes. It's like just an open world type Star Wars it's looking like where you get lightsabers and you get to kind of via choices kind of uh, choose light or dark side of the force. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting from this game. It looks incredible. And you said it dropped a few days ago? Yeah, so it's it's a remake of a game that came out in uh, 2000, um, hmm. I think, 2000, 2003, somewhere in that time frame uh, for the PC and Xbox. And it's basically like an online, like you just get to battle each other. And I think you're training under Luke Skywalker. Oh, that is uh, so cool. So yeah, it's kind of like just an old game they remastered and you can play it online and battle each other. So it's a pretty cool game. I think you kind of already know if you like those type of games. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. That's cool. I mean, just having a Star Wars title on the Switch, that's really cool in itself, in my opinion. Um, and then you've got Star Wars Racers coming out in the same day. They didn't even really give a lot about the gameplay of that game. All they said is, hey, this is dropping. It's Star Wars Racers. Now this is pod racing. You know, yeah, duh. that's all they're doing is you're basically, <laughs> it's a racing game. You know, you'll be, uh, think Mario Kart, but with, you know, the pod racers. It's pretty, uh, it's a pretty cutthroat game from what I remember. It was on the N64. That's why I think it's funny that you made the comparison to Mario Kart. Could you imagine just getting a banana peel and pod racing? <laughs> just dropping a banana peel in like that oh, red man. fake mystery box and just people <laughs> spinning out. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I don't think they released a release date for that one, but that'll be coming sometime. Nope. We don't know anything about that. And then after that, along with another mini little release here, we get this dragon-looking game. What's this called, Zach? Panzer Dragoon. This also launches uh, March 26th. It's already out. And this is also a remake. So do you know what console that was originally for? Uh, the Sega Saturn. It's an oldie. The Sega Saturn? Yep. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's a rail shooter. So think like Star Fox 64. And um, they basically remastered it. It looks gorgeous, but it's definitely, it's like a one to two hour game. It's very short. It's one of those like arcade games where you just kind of play it and play it again. And it's only $25, but I'm still probably going to wait for it to go on sale to buy it. You put this pretty well, like Star Fox type vibes, because that's exactly what I got from watching that. It's like, wow, this looks like Star Fox and how to train your dragon made a baby. That's what this game is it's a it's a good game but it's a, it's gosh i feel like i'm saying it's a, lot, it's a cult classic that's what a lot of these games are is they're just kind of cults like they, they have their appeal and they have their audience um jp what do you think of it i don't know i, I enjoyed star fox 64 this game looks like it's got its own little you know niche little fun things about it it's just another shooter except this time you're on a dragon and that's cool as hell so i don't know i'd pick it up and give it a go yeah, and it's it's only twenty five bucks, so could uh, give it a shot. I'm in the same boat as you, as like I'll wait for it to go on sale before I one hundred percent pick it up. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately it's going to be worth taking a look at. Right. Um, gosh, and then there's just so many games they've announced. I feel like just keep going. That's why I love these Nintendo Directs. Um, Trials of Mana is their next game, which is coming out soon, April twenty fourth. Now, you want to talk about a cult following. I heard a lot of people that were ecstatic when they heard that Trials of Mana was coming out. And I was confused because I was like, I've never even heard of this game. What's it about? It's just another RPG, except apparently, I don't know what it is about this game. It's got a huge following from its first few titles. And didn't are they re-releasing a whole like kind of collection for the Switch? 
so they they did release the collection, and this is just a straight up remake, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, Very it's a, cool. The, it's a classic RPG that's being remade. Yeah, a lot of people really like this game. It's giving me like some serious Final Fantasy vibes slash you know whatever. It looks just like Dragon Quest. It did, yeah, Dragon Quest too. So take a look out for that. Uh, next, what is this game called? Fuser. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it looks like a DJ battle booth. Um, oh my god, do you remember DJ Hero? It looks like DJ Hero. Yeah, like that's, the- <laughs> that's exactly what I'm picturing. I, I guess the Switch just needed some kind of rhythm game. <laughs> yeah, still waiting for that Guitar Hero. Any, any minute now, they'll be coming back. Bro, I loved Guitar Hero. I would, I'll mess you up in, in Guitar Hero. Yeah, you actually will. You definitely. Yeah, will. <laughs> I think that's one of the only games I was ever like really, really like way better than you at was like Guitar Hero. Yeah, you and you and Patrick, you guys are on something else. Oh my God. And then the Elder Scrolls Blades coming to us in the spring of 2020 from Bethesda. Yeah, just that's already a, released on mobile. So, I mean, that's a thing. It's cool, I guess. I think it is cool. It honestly is just um, anything Elder Scrolls coming is always exciting. It might not be the greatest title, honestly, but still just another little addition to your Switch collection. Then, so basically these next few games are like, they're kind of smaller things. Nintendo's kind of doing like a highlight reel of just things. So that's where Elder Scrolls Blades was thrown in there. Warhammer 40,000 was uh, Mechanicus is thrown in there, which is another strategy game did you ever play the desktop version of warhammer 40,000 no i didn't oh dude it's like dnd on steroids warhammer is so much fun i love it i love warhammer it's like dnd except it takes place in the future in space and right oh my god it is so much fun it's also very unforgiving so to see <laughs> warhammer oh yeah it's way more unforgiving than dnd is so just seeing a title come to switch i mean that is that's exciting um are you gonna pick that one up jp so it does ultimately look like another strategy based uh game and like i said i've been kind of getting into those lately thanks to the fire emblem series so you know what with the right price that looks like something i'd pick up right next we have a vigor from bohemia interactive um another shooty looking game i'm getting i almost got like red dead redemption vibes from the way it was playing did you kind of get that too yeah they're doing a closed beta for it so i'm curious to see what that ends up being i think it said april 9th is when that's coming yeah it's seriously like you know over the shoulder the last of us call of duty or not call of duty as much you know jp and i play a lot of video games and when we describe a game like Shooty, that's how you know. Like these titles, some of them are really niche and really small titles. So um, Shooty, yeah, yeah, you know the pro we, pro words. We know our games, but some of these are just really small. Like Burnout Paradise, this looks cool. EA's finally showing the Switch some love here with this. Oh my God, I hate EA. I mean, I know that's not an unpopular opinion, but that's true. So, do you, are you much into these racing games? Burnout Paradise is coming to the Switch. Are you? Were you gonna pick this up? No, I'll be honest. I I love I, my Mustangs and stuff, but I I don't know. I I feel like all racing, racing games, are, the same. games are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You ought as well buy Grand Theft Auto. That's a racing game, except you can do other th- things when racing's not fun anymore. <laughs> and then there's a Saints Row Four Reelected, which is base was already out. It was basically shadow dropped. Came out the following day after this direct, and uh, I've I heard will, really good things. I I was gonna say I will say that Saints Row has its own. It's. I've heard a lot of people that really love that game too. It's, I think off-brand Grand Theft Auto. That's what it is. 
almost but off-brand almost doesn't do it justice because it's actually a good game in its own right it really is hey, i've had great off-brand off-brand products you know what i mean after that uh the legend of heroes trails of cold steel 3 i have no idea what this is but there is a demo available now it's a mecha rpg jp come on okay just, so just it's when in doubt guess RPGs. It's an rpg but with robots <laughs> <laughs> um mr driller Drillane is coming which is a fun little puzzle game Oh, that Mr. Driller Drill. Okay, that's coming out June twenty fifth. Yeah, it's uh, it looks neat. Oh my God, Minecraft Dungeons from Xbox Studios. This doesn't even look like Minecraft anymore. They're just using the Minecraft names. It's a dungeon crawler. Yep, it's Diablo Minecraft. So there you go, Diablo and Minecraft. What else could you want? Right, everything fused together. And then finally, they ended on kind of what I like to call a lame note. They ended on Pokemon DLC. How do you call that a lame note? Because they had a Pokemon Direct on January 9th, and it pretty much told us all the stuff that they told us in this. So it was kind of like, cool, now we know. They yeah. did release some cool tidbits. Like, I think it looks really good. Um, and the map looks huge. It looks like a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Which is good because I don't know. Pokemon always has my money, so mm. I it, it was thirty bucks. So I was kind of expecting a big DLC that looks like it's going to be a pretty meaty DLC. So the, the it's actually a two part DLC that we got um, in this Nintendo Direct Mini. The Isle of Armor is called, also known as Part One. That's coming up in June, isn't it? Yep. So what are they offering in this update? So it's kind of cool. It's centered on growth, and basically there's like a it's not a battle tower, but it's a batter, battle tower-esque uh, adventure where you can basically pick one of these towers and you go up them and you train. And suppose you're going to unlock your Gigantamax form for your starter Pokemon. And you're very and you, cool. You get this new Pokemon called Cub Fu and it gets to evolve based off which tower you pick. Mm-hmm. And it learns a specific move and specific typing based off that. And it looks really neat. It does. It does really look, really look cool. And they're also releasing like a new wild area with this alongside a bunch of new Pokemon that are returning that were part of that Dex cut. Almost 200 Pokemon, right? Right. That's all said and done. I think it's 100 with this one and then 100 more with the Wave 2. I'm not for sure on that. Still, that is a big deal. That's a a really good looking DLC. And again, that's a two-part DLC from what we know about this, right? That's one that's coming in June. And then that's called the Isle of Armor, the one that's coming in June. And it's like the frozen tundra or something that's the coming. The crown tundra. The crown tundra coming at the end of the year. And we don't yes. know much about the crown tundra yet. Right. That one seems more focused on like legendaries and stuff. This one seems more focused on growth. I don't know. That's kind of the vibes I'm getting from it. That's all speculation on my part. It looks neat, but like I said, it's kind of stuff that we already knew about. So I was kind of hoping for more of a banger, but I guess that's why this is called the direct mini. Exactly. We weren't expecting anything too extravagant um, out of this. It's just uh, supposed to be some highlights for titles. And like I said earlier, for being just a direct mini, they came out with some bangers, dude. They had some good stuff in here. Right. So JP, with all that said and done, what's your big takeaway from this direct? What are, like, what's something that you're for sure going to buy? And then what are you most excited for? Even though I don't know if I'm going to pick them up yet, I'm really excited to see Bioshock um, and Borderlands come out for the Switch just so I can have those conversations with my Switch-loving friends. Um, I am excited about this Pokemon DLC. I really do want to see more about the Isle of Armor coming at the end of the year. I can't wait 
to see which arms character they end up putting in Smash Bros. Honestly, that Warhammer 40,000 game at the end kind of looked cool. And of course, Zach, I really want to give Xenoblade a try. That seemed to be the first thing that they gave us in this direct mini was the Xenoblade. And I know you're a big fan. And honestly, it's it's got my attention too. I think I'm going to have to give that a shot. You're gonna, dude. Oh my gosh. Especially if you like Persona, I know you're gonna love Xenoblade. Just kind of like, if you like that kind of RPG style, it was long, like beautiful stories. Oh, 10 out of 10. Um, what about you? What about you? What do you like from this direct? What uh, What do you think looked good? What are you anticipating buying? Uh, I'm anticipating my wallet hurting. Um, <laughs> Borderlands no, for show. sure. Bioshock for sure. Xenoblade I've already bought. Um... I bought that digitally because I, that's a game that I don't, I'm going to put so much time into. I'm going to 100% that game and everything. I'm so excited for that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, I, I know I bashed it, Pokemon Sword and Shield, but that's just because I already knew about it. I'm really excited for it. I've already put 200 hours into the game, so i oh yeah, loving my Pokemon. Big time. Um, Animal Crossing, I'm like it's a newfound love that I have. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm just excited. I'm, I think it's a good time to be a Nintendo fan absolutely absolutely it is um i know it's just a direct mini was there anything you felt like was a little lacking in this presentation i know how you already felt about pokemon at the end there but what about the rest of the presentation now i've already had my my qualms with what i said i think i think it was really good especially being a direct mini and coming to terms with that um supposedly that means there'll be a direct pretty soon actually so we'll see if that is foretold is that usually how it goes? Is like, we'll get a mini release pretty soon to the release of a full Nintendo Direct? Yeah, usually it's like a month apart, but we'll see. Nintendo's... Wow. And with COVID right now, you never really know, but it's all speculation, like I said. No, that's absolutely true. Nintendo even put out that note at the beginning, like, hey, because of what's going on right now, we don't actually know, you know, when we're going to be able to keep doing the stuff we want to do, if maybe there's going to be some game release delays or anything along those lines. Like, right. it, you know everything is so up in the air right now because of what's going on and it really stinks but it's kind of just the way it is we got to deal with it right so jp is there anything else you'd like to add on this no just um you know after weeks of kind of talking about where the heck is our nintendo direct even though this wasn't a full-on presentation like what we were expecting this gave me my fill for now Right. I, I'm pretty sated right now, too. I, I got a solid two and a half months before I start going Dave Chappelle again. And you know what? I'm They even gave a lot of new releases, too. Stuff that's coming out really, really soon. I think that's the thing that surprised me the most was, like, seeing how much of the new stuff that was announced in this coming out so soon. Yeah. Most releases, um, there's, like, three Shadow Drops. Yeah. Um, a game that came out the following day. And then everything else is coming out in April, May. So that's pretty neat. Exactly. So yeah, lot to look Zeno, forward to. Xenoblade, uh, the Borderlands, the Bioshock, XCOM, like all that stuff has been announced within the next couple of months. We'll have the first part of the Pokemon expansion in June. Um, that 51 uh, board games thing or whatever, that's coming out like next month, isn't it? A lot of stuff that was just dropped and they're like, hey, th- you're not going to have to wait a while for this. This is all coming out really soon. I could not be... Uh... Yeah, more excited. May 29th can't come soon enough. It's going to be a good time. Zach, that pretty much wraps up what we had to say about this Nintendo Mini Direct. Yeah. I just uh, really want to thank our listeners for being patient with us. We, uh, Like we said, we failed a lot trying to find stuff that would work for us. 
Right. Um, dealing with scheduling conflicts. JP and Zar have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Nope. We, we all have to do what we have to do to stay safe out there, especially uh, Zach works with kids a lot and his wife works with the elderly a lot. Literally the two groups of people that you don't want to give this illness to. So you know what? I haven't stopped going to work and I would feel absolutely devastated if, you know, I gave this to one of them and then they gave it to somebody. And it's just, we all got to kind of do our part right now until this goes away, right. unfortunately. Right. So uh, thank you guys for being patient and please be safe. It's my kind of my parting words to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. Um, it feels really, really good to be back and making some content again. Absolutely. It, yeah, I really missed it. I need it. That's the funniest thing is like if there's any time where like I need editing and like something to do with my hands, it's now, but I can't have it. It's just it's ironic <laughs> how that all works out. Right. It's so ironic. So, yeah. Thank you guys all so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. Um, we're going to release uh, hopefully some more episodes here pretty soon. We'll have a for sure schedule in the next episode of the podcast. Right, right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening.